I was so depraved I went astray The cost was great I couldn't pay It is time to have access to uncommon realms of glory and success Yet, this can only be achieved on the platform of the mystery of wisdom Get set Prophet Prince Ohini Bequin is teaching mysteries for your mastery. Focus. Listen now. Can to clear my prophecy and prosperity so like I said we have made changes as to the time we start our midweek service from 6 to 6.45 and then we'll be closing rather at 9.15 the reason is to make it possible for those of us who come from far to be part of our service so that they don't keep on missing the service. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus for the release of your grace. We ask that you cause us to walk in realms of glory, even advancing us in prosperity in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, amen? amen. So, this month is a month, it's a special month. Just welcome your neighbor to the month of February, a very special month. Welcome somebody to the new month. In fact, stand on your feet, go and welcome somebody to the new month. It's a new month, yeah? It's a blessing for us to witness this month, the month of February, which is our month of creating wealth and multiplying income streams. Amen. Let's continue. So, take your seat. Let's continue. So, that is this month for us. This month, God is going to give us the wisdom to create wealth and the wisdom to multiply wealth. Amen. Yeah. So, tonight, I'll be teaching on how the prophetic and prophecy is connected to prosperity. Now, when we talk about the prophetic, we are talking about the whole embodiment of seeing, hearing, and perceiving the voice of God as it relates to an individual group of people, society, you know, a region, or the world. So, you already know what the prophetic is. The spiritual visions, the spiritual hearing, and the spiritual perception of the heart. That is what the prophetic is. It also has to do with all the gifts of the revelations, the gifts of word of knowledge, word of wisdom, and discernings of spirit, as well as the prophetic gift of utterance, which is called the gift of prophecy. But when we talk about prophecy, we are talking about the inspired word of God that is spoken through men. So when God speaks via inspiration or through inspiration, <clears throat> that is what we call prophecy. And the purpose of prophecy 
is in First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 3. He who prophesies, prophesies unto exhortation, comfort, and encouragement. So when there is the simple gift of prophecy at work, or there is the simple word of prophecy at work, you are going to find those three things. First Corinthians 14, 3. But he that prophesied speaketh unto men to edification, which is to build up exhortation, which is to encourage and <laughs> comfort. Amen. So there are the three <laughs> realms and parameters of the gift of prophecy. However, when we talk about prophesying, we are talking more, we are talking about many things rather than the gift of prophecy. Most people think that when you write prophecy, P-R-O-P-H-E-C-Y, and you change the C to S-Y, like prophecy and prophesy, they think it's the same. It's not the same. Prophecy, like I said, is giving an inspired word to comfort, to encourage, and then to also build up. But when you talk about prophesying, prophesying, you are talking about when the whole fullness of the prophetic is in motion. So when we talk about prophecy, we are just talking about the simple gift of prophecy. But when we are talking about prophesying, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, discernings of spirit, having visions, dreams, perceiving things in the heart, impression, intuition, they are all part of what prophesying stands and what prophesying means. So prophecy and prophesying are not synonymous. When we say prophecy, it's not the same as prophesying. When we say prophecy, it's the simple word that comes by inspiration. When the Lord speaks to somebody to tell you, do not give up or it is going to be well. That's here the Lord. It is well. That is a prophecy. But when we talk about prophesying, we are talking about I see in the realm of the spirit, a certain this, that, 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 traveling here, that, 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 that's prophesying. So prophecy and prophesying are not the same. All right. That's why there are so many people that God is going to use, going to give them grace to minister a word of prophecy or the gift of prophecy, but they will not be able to walk in the realms of prophesying. Because in the realm of prophesying, there are other gifts. We have already looked at that, give a word of knowledge, word of wisdom discernings of spirit so go for your notes you don't have notes go on facebook live go on facebook harvest Post ministries you are going to see all our videos that i treated this in a very exhaustive manner now when you talk about prosperity prosperity is the will of god for your life which is physical well-being plus mental well-being plus spiritual well-being third john verse 2 beloved i wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in good health, even as thy soul prospers. Third John verse 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in good health, even as thy soul prospers. So God expects you to prosper in the spirit. He expects you to prosper in the soul and he expects you to prosper in the body. So as we talk about prosperity, we are talking about all these three places together. And all these three places, I mean a man having well-being, success, increase in all these three places. Amen? So prosperity has to do with three major things. You prosper in the spirit, which is being born again and growing up spiritually. You prosper mentally, which is 
being able to have your will, your thoughts, your emotions, and also having your desires aligned, as well as your mind, aligned to the things of God. So you grow mentally. Then there is a physical prosperity, of course, which has to do with material blessings. May this month be your month of material blessings in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So look at Psalm 35, verse 27. I want you to know, I said that prosperity is the will of God for your life. God wants you to prosper. Say, God wants me to prosper. Say, God loves to see me prospering. Say, God is pleased to see me in prosperity. Psalm 35, verse 27. Psalm 35, verse 27. I have said that there is only one subject in the whole Bible that has no advantage. That subject is called what? Poverty. Poverty is the only subject that has no advantage. May you never embrace poverty in the name of Jesus. Psalm 35, verse 27. Let them shout for joy and be glad. That favor my righteous cause. Yeah. Let them say continually... Let the Lord be magnified, which has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. So God is pleased that you break through. God is pleased that you do well. God is pleased that you advance. God is pleased that you prosper. In fact, that means when you are poor, God is displeased. When you are hungry, God is displeased. When you don't have what it takes, God is displeased. Because it will not be possible for you to get where he wants you to get to. But this man, I see your life pleasing God in the name of Jesus. So God is pleased with our prosperity. Very important spiritual truth to know. God is pleased with our prosperity. Anybody who told you God is angry that you are getting richer is a very satanic person. Anybody who told you that God is angry because you are doing better is demonically inspired because according to the word of God, God is pleased with the prosperity of his servant. Jesus said, when you seek first the kingdom of God and all other things, and when you seek first the kingdom of God and the righteousness of the kingdom, he will add all other things to you. God is pleased by adding things to our lives. That will be your testimony this month in the name of Jesus. Yeah, so I'm trying to rush a lot of things so that we can be on time. So now, I want us to talk about, I want to show you how the prophetic, how the prophetic helps man to prosper. I just want to show you five ways how the prophetic helps man to prosper. Second Corinthians, Second Chronicles, chapter number 20, verse 20. Second Chronicles, number 20, verse 20. That is the central scripture from which my mandate was given as a prophet. I've already spoken about that story again and again. How when I was in second year in Kwame Kumar University of Science and Technology, I had a vision and a spiritual experience one Friday that changed my life forever. May you have an experience that will change your life forever in the name of Jesus. And in that spiritual experience... I heard the voice of the Father speak to me clearly in my ears. Mention the name in the scripture and I woke up. I saw water gushing out from my ears 
I went to dry my bed, my pillow, my bed sheets and all that. And then I saw that the waters were coming from my ears. Then the Holy Spirit spoke to me to study the book of 2 Chronicles. As I sat down to study the book of 2 Chronicles and I reached the chapter number 20, suddenly the Lord spoke to me clearly about my mandate. He said, go and teach my people to believe in the Lord their God and they shall be established to believe in prophets and they shall prosper. And the Lord said that anywhere you share this testimony, anybody who believes this testimony himself shall have a testimony. Now, I just want to read a testimony. Like I said, himself shall have a testimony. This is from one young man that came today. He said, good afternoon, Papa. I just left the district assembly office. My boss asked me to communicate with him on when I should start. I was giving Swedro. Swedro wasn't even part of what I was expecting. But just like you said, you said I'll be given a place close to me. Thank you, Papa. Glory be to God. Then I sent him a message and, he, and I said, wow, congratulations. Like I said, I told my wife that you were going to Swedro. I actually told you to. God is faithful. Congratulations. And he replied again. He said, yes, you did. Thank you once again. God is faithful. Now, this guy is looking for a job. He has been doing everything to get a job. And then on Sunday, when we came for Sunday evening service, he came to me. He said, sir, I, I think that I'm trying to use my own strength to get a job. I think I'm trying to use my own strength to, to work around the place. Then I said, no, the Lord said you get a job and it's going to be Swedro. And, 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 and it's done. That's what I said. And then he has the job today. He goes to the office and it's Swedro. You know, so the prophetic is very dangerous. When God speaks, he goes ahead to perform the word. Whatever God has spoken about your life will come to pass in the name of Jesus. Now, if you think it will not come to pass, forget it. It will never happen. The truth of the word of God must always be said. Not everybody will see the testimony. Only those who believe. If you struggle with believing, you will never see the testimony. When Jesus went in John chapter 4 to the tomb of Lazarus, he told Mary something very powerful. He said, did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? That means that the glory of God is only revealed to men who believe. The glory of God is revealed to men who believe. So anybody who doubts God and doubts the ability of God will never come into contact with his glory. May that not be your story in the name of Jesus. Yeah, so as we talk about the prophetic, we are talking about how God reveals through the Holy Spirit to man the plans and the intentions of divinity. So in the prophetic, you are going to have God speaking to you directly. In the prophetic, you are going to have the Holy Spirit speak to your spirit. In the prophetic, you are going to have dreams and visions. In the prophetic, you are going to have God sending prophets and prophetic people your way. So as we talk about the prophetic, we are looking at how this man, God, will give you a vision that will shift your business forever. How in the course of this month, God will release a prophetic word that will shift your finances forever. So that is what we mean by the prophetic. And like I said, I want to show you how the prophetic connects to your prosperity. Second Chronicles of the 20 verse 20. This is what the word of God said. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehovah stood and said, Hear me, O Judah. 
And ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. Amen. Amen. Now, the word of God is showing you that there is a connection between your faith, prophets, and prosperity. God is showing you that there is a connection between your faith, prophets, and your prosperity. Now, look at it. Believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. So, if you fail to believe his prophets, your prosperity will not happen. That's why when you look at churches that does not teach on the power of the prophetic and does not teach on the ability of hearing the voice of God, they are usually poor people. They are poor because they don't have God leading them and they don't know about that dimension of God leading people. And because they don't know about the dimension of God leading people, they are leading themselves to distraction. So the easiest place to prosper is when you locate yourself at the place of the prophetic. That is why it's so important that you learn how to bring your whole family. You learn how to bring your whole friends to the place where they can hear what God is saying. Because that's the easiest way to prosper. The easiest way to prosper is to locate yourself at the place where the prophetic is on the move. Yeah. And as I show you how dangerous it is to, to work with the prophetic, you will see how it will bring men to their own place of prosperity. So the prophetic is not something that is new. God has been speaking from the very beginning in the Garden of Eden. God spoke to Adam and he told Adam to name all the animals in the garden. That in itself is prophetic in different ways. Now, God came to Adam and spoke to Adam. Adam responded to God and Adam obeyed God's instruction. That's prophetic. And number two, Adam went all over in the garden and found all animals on earth in the garden, entered the sea and found animals who only live in the sea and still name them. That is dangerous. But that is the realm of God. Because for everything that God spoke to Adam, Adam performed it. Then, Adam and Eve sinned against God. Even in their sin, when God came and spoke, Adam could still hear God. When Adam became a sinner, he could still hear God in the garden. I curse spiritual deafness in the name of Jesus. Alright, so let's go. Let's look at those five things, those five areas. How prophets and the prophetic bring us to the place of our prosperity. Number one, through the discovery of your specific assignment. Now, the easiest way to prosper is to find yourself in the center of the will of God for your life. The center of the will of God for your life is called your assignment. Your assignment is what God has designed you for. Your assignment is what God has called you for. Your assignment is what God has a plan for you to live in. That place of your assignment. That place of your assignment. And life begins 
when assignment is discovered. So you must ask yourself this question, what on earth am I here for? Why am I created? For what specific problem is God sending me to solve? Now, when you find that purpose, it is that time that you begin to prosper. Because God created you for a purpose. Now, if you fail to find that purpose and you live your life because of your friends, you live your life because of your family, you live your life because of circumstance or for, for the sake of school, you are going to find out at the end of the day that you couldn't succeed in a certain way you could have succeeded. Why? Because you didn't find out from God the blueprint of your life. The plan of God for your life. The easiest way to fail in this world is to listen to human beings. That's the easiest way to fail. The easiest way to fail is to go by the suggestions of people. The easiest way to destroy your life is to go by advice and the opinions of men. That's why Peter said something very dangerous. He said whether we must listen to you or to God, it is for you to judge. There comes a time where you must be able to tell yourself that even though this is what God men are saying, I am going to move for what God is saying. And it's only after you make such a critical decision that your life begins to go in a particular way. If you don't want to offend anybody, you can never succeed. Success including offending people whose advice you will not take. That's it. You can imagine if God called you to be a pastor and you are ready to do the work of God and your parents say, don't become a pastor or somebody in the house say, don't become a pastor. Become somebody who is selling wood. Become somebody who is selling timber. Now this man has taken care of you, has loved you, has been there for you, but for the sake of the will of God, you have to offend that person and follow hard after what God has said. Yes. If you don't want to offend people, you can never be in the will of God. Yes. So, finding your purpose, number one, is going to come through the prophetic. You need the ability to hear the voice of God before you can find your purpose. If a man cannot hear from God, he cannot find his purpose. If a man cannot hear from God, he cannot find his purpose. Because it is that God who created you who will show you why he created you. So you need to come to a place where you can now hear the voice of God to know why he created you. And that is how powerful the prophetic is. That is why you find out that churches that are not prophetic don't teach about purpose because they don't know how to link purpose to the reality of their lives. To find purpose, you must hear the voice of God. And to talk about hearing the voice of God is the place of the prophetic. So there are so many people who are just towing a line because their father said, their mother said, their uncle said, their sister said, their friends said, their auntie said. And they know, they themselves even know that the lives they are living is different from the life they really want to live. But for the sake of a certain uncle, they destroy their lives. And there will be many more people who destroy their lives in this world for the sake of people. Yeah. Yeah. But you will not be part of those people in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Acts 
Let's look at the book of Acts. No, Jeremiah 1, 5, then Acts chapter 9, verse 6. Jeremiah 1 5, you are there. So you see clearly how God, via the prophetic, is speaking to Jeremiah. He said, Jerry, before I formed you in the belly, I knew you. And before you came out of your of the womb, I sanctified you. And I ordained. I ordained. The word is a past tense. I ordained. It means I had already separated you for that assignment. Before you were born. There is an assignment over your life before you were born. And you have to go to God. Like how Jeremiah went to God to know that assignment. Every confused life is because they have not discovered assignment. Yeah. And where purpose is not found, abuse will increase. You will no longer be a victim of circumstance in the name of Jesus. Look at the testimony of Apostle Paul, Acts chapter 9, verse 6. And he trembling and astonished said, Lord, what will you have me to do? And the Lord said to him, what is that? Is it not the prophetic? Is it not God speaking to man? My goodness. Now, I'm so surprised when I hear people say, in the New Testament, God doesn't talk. In the Old Testament, people had ears. But in the New Testament, they don't have ears. Uh, or? In the Old Testament, people had two legs. But in the New Testament, they have three. People are so stupid. Most people are naturally idiots. Yes. It's so surprising. In the Old Testament, goats had four legs. But in the New Testament, they have three. Now, in the Old Testament, where they were prophesying about the New Testament, that New Testament came and there was no prophecy. The Old Testament said when the New Testament comes, there will be visions, dreams, and prophecy. And the New Testament came without visions, dreams, and prophecy. Is the New Testament a New Testament? Now, if you want to know the truth of the word of God, always ask yourself this question. If Jesus was around, what would he have done in this case? That's how to know the truth of the word. For example, if somebody was sick and Jesus was around, what would he have done? Ah, okay.
You have answered it all. If somebody was broken and Jesus was around, what would he have done? If somebody had died prematurely and Jesus was around, what would he have done? If somebody was looking for something and he didn't know where it was and Jesus was around, what would he have done? It's the easiest way to know who is a thinker and who is not. Because as the body of Christ, it's our work to do what Jesus would have done. Oh, ah, well, let me go and preach my preaching and go. And he trembled and stunned and said, Lord, what will you have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. Wow. Now, let me show you what was told Apostle Paul. Maybe we've not looked at that scripture. Go to verse 15. Verse 15. Verse 15. Are you there? But the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me. So God was speaking to Ananias, which is the prophetic. He said, Go thy way, for he, that he is Paul. For he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. Did Paul suffer? Seventeen. And Ananias went his way and entered into the house and putting his hands on him said, Brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus that appeared unto thee in the way as thou camest, has sent me that thou mightest receive thy sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. So Paul's assignment, Paul's assignment, the, the, the mandate, the purpose, the graphical illustration of his calling was given him by Jesus. Graphically, I've sent you to the Gentiles, to the children, to the kings, and to the children of the house of Israel. He knew what he was called for. He heard from God. I, I wonder, when I see people who can't hear from God, I know that everything they are doing, they are not sure of. Oh, yes. They are never sure. If you are never sure, you are always wrong. When you can hear God, that's when you know that what you are doing. When God says, move forward. You can't doubt. You can't doubt. Somebody is coming to that level in the name of Jesus. So it would take the discovery of purpose to begin to succeed. Everything you do outside purpose is failure. Everything you do outside purpose is emptiness. Everything you do outside purpose is waste of time. Psalm 127 verse 1 and 2. Except the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain day that build it. Except the Lord watches over the city, the watchmen watch in vain. So if you do not allow God to be the builder of the building, the architect of the building, the constructor of the building is a waste of time. But may, may somebody here, may your parents not waste time investing in something which is not God's assignment for your life. Oh, yes. 
You see how parents can arrange that these four children, this is the one who will break through. And this is the one, and, and it, it never happens. Most parents are always frustrated when their children grow up. Their plans didn't work. You have to find the plan of God for the child. You, your plan. Do you have a plan? Do you have a good plan? Jeremiah 29 verse 11. God said before, he said that I have plans for you. Plans that will take you far to an expected end. Only God knows the expected end. So you must find his plan and live in his plan. That's what has confused many parents. Yes, they had their own plans. They thought they were God. The only grew up to know that they were not God. There are children who, whose parents took them to medical school and they have turned out to become musicians. And the parents don't see them eyeball to eyeball. Did you ask God what he was called for? Or because you failed as a medical doctor, he should replace you. Is his life your life? I said that because of foolishness, most people will destroy their lives. Acts chapter 5. Let me show you something. If you want to succeed, you have to be radical. You have to go for what God says go for. You have to love what God says love. You have to follow hard after what God says you follow hard after. You turn yourself into a Methodist hymn book. You'll be wasted before you know it. You have to be radical. You have to be tough. You have to be radical. Acts chapter 5 verse 29. There are people who are in the military. They are crying then. Their parents told them to go. There are people who are lawyers who are crying. Their parents told them to go. There are people who are pastors who are crying. Their parents told them to become. Will your, will your parent preach for you? Will your par Does your parent have anointing in the house to give you? You will see that it's not your calling. I swear. You will see it. When I was getting older, uh, before we went to uh, university, I had this situation in the house where my parents said, you have to go to University of Ghana to read political science so that you can become a lawyer and this and that. Actually, that was my intention. But just after SHA, the Lord spoke to me and I knew that that was not a direction to go. So it turned into a meeting. This meeting, my mother was there, my father, all my siblings, my grandmother, aunties. It was a very powerful stadium meeting. And I was in the middle. They threw me questions from east. Then I answer from west. They threw from the north. I answer from the south. Now as I look at some of the people who are asking me questions, I say, you, that you as foolish as you are, you, you think you have capacity to ask me a question. It's not anything. It's case that has come. That has given you foolish boy authority. Uh, they say everybody should say something, so you also think you have something to say. Then, one of my elderly sisters asked the question. He said, why don't you want to do what, what, what your father is saying you have to do? This and that and that. Then I said, this is my father. If, my, if I do what my father likes and we grow up, my father will die before me. After he dies, what do I do with my life? They were all quiet. I said, listen, if you people don't hear from God, shut up. Just, just keep the fuck out. And let me go and follow what God says I should follow. I said, if my father dies today, what will I use my life for? Am I living for my father or for God? Look at his face like a, a printer that has fought. 
Andurua. Shege. I told them, I told them, they were so surprised. I told my grandmother that, listen, you are very old, you are an old woman. You have advice to give. But where is your grandmother? He said, dead. I said, what are your grandmother's mother? He said, dead. I said, that's how you are also going to die. Allow me to live my life. They were all surprised. I put them one after the other, one after the other. They, they all went to sleep. I was still sitting there. I was waiting for who was going to come. I, I, I won the battle. I had to win. I had to win in the house first so that I don't step out of the house confused whether I know what I'm using my life for. There are so many young people they've never won that battle in the house. They, they play them like Chaskele. They talk to them anyhow. When they come out, that's when they are smiling. Win the battle in the house. Don't allow anybody to be telling you his mind in the house. Hey, 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 listen, listen. I know what God wants me to do. If you don't know, just live your life. I know. Yeah. Yes. I told them, I said, I'm going to show you by my life. Today, my mother told me that I am the despite of the family. That's what my mother told me. I said, I'm going to show you by my life that I know what I'm doing. Yes. Many years ago, I told one of my cousins, I said, listen, the way you, you are living your life, you will need me and I will help you a lot in the future. Write it down. That's what I told her. Recently, she sent me a message. She said, what you said is happening. You are helping me. I'm needing you. Do you think that we are we are all lost people? When you get to a station and somebody is sitting in a car, but he moves from the car to go and buy kinky, it doesn't mean he has lost his way. He wants energy to go for the journey. Some of us, because we have heard from God, we know where we are going. Yes. You need that kind of confidence, though. You need that kind of confidence that this is the assignment God has called me. This is the area God has called me. It doesn't matter how people entice you. You know what God has called you. Receive grace for that in the name of Jesus. Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, we ought to obey God rather than men. Headmaster is part of men. Father is part of men. Bishop is part of men. Archbishop is part of men. Cousin is part of men. Anybody who is man is part of men. We rather obey God. Rather obey God. This is how I've lived my life. Very, as you see me, if I'm not talking, I look very gentle, very nice, very radical in my mind and in my spirit. Rather obey God than men. Yes. Do you know the meaning of rather obey God than men? It means rather be an obedient child of God and a disobedient child to parents. What's the meaning of rather obey God than men? What's the meaning? It means disobey what they are saying. So, so there are some very powerful advice people give you, you must not follow. Now people tell me, there's a door opening in Finland, so go. Finland is a land. Do you know what is happening to people in Finland? Or because somebody says, go for it, they say, I pack my things, I'm, I'm going. At your age, if you are sitting in a car and the car is moving and somebody comes and stops the car and says, get down, pick a car to the opposite direction without telling you why, should you go? Meanwhile, when somebody just appears to you and says, we are going to Abiyakuta, let's go, you will follow. Are you okay? We kill, we kill nonsense this year in the name of Jesus. Some of you, you applied for jobs you didn't love. You say, take your letter here and go there. And as you are taking the letter there, you yourself were praying that you shouldn't get employment there. 
You were taking the letter by your own hand and you were still praying against it. I cast it in the name of Jesus. May they not find me in the name of Jesus. May they not call me in the name of Jesus. They told you to take it there. You took it there and you were praying against it. Why? And they said, take it there. They give you money. Chop the money. Tear the papers away. Come on. I said, when the admission came, my University of Ghana admission came before KNUST admission. I took my University of Ghana admission. I bought them. I put them somewhere. Ah, my father came. My father said, have you heard from University of Ghana? I said, no. He said, why? I said, I don't know. I said, we'll find out. Eh? You that you want me to go to University of Ghana. Two weeks, then still KNUST one has not come. I know I'm going to KNUST. I know. Suddenly, they call my father. My father doesn't pick up. One, two, three, four. The University of Ghana. They call him. He doesn't pick up. And they try my line once. And I pick up. The guy said, meet me at Goldfield Station. And I ran there. He said, University of Ghana admission. You have political science with geography. I said, God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> he thought I was happy that I have it. That I'm going to school. I was happy that it's in my hand. Then when the KNUST one came, I showed it to my father. I said, Daddy, the KNUST one is this one that's come. He said, University of Ghana. I said, I don't know. But KNUST has come. Do you want what has come or what's about to come? <laughs> Which one do you want? Huh? You remember what Jacob, Jacob did to his father Isaac? Uh, I said, this one is here. This one is not here. Which one do you want? He said, ah, let's work on this one. When they finished working, I went to school, completed, did my master's. Till today, my father doesn't know I have the admission letter. When I look at it, I read, I laugh. My life would have been destroyed by one decision to follow my father's instruction. Yes. And listen, not every road leads to the same place, oh. Stop telling yourself that if you miss it, if you miss it, as you keep missing it, you will come and get to the place. Stop the India movie. It only happens in India movie. India movie is a movie they shoot bullet. It can take three hours. The bullet has not even moved from the pistol to hit the person. Flowers are rolling. Vegetables are rolling. Orange carrots are rolling. And the bullet is still coming. Listen! It doesn't happen in real life. When they get you, you go pew, you are dead. When they're sorry. You have to understand that this life is a real life. Not every road will lead to the same place. Okay. Two. Your mother said, I think this guy is nice. Marry him. Is he your mother who, who will marry for you? Is he your mother who will have sex with a guy for you? Is it your mother who will get pregnant for you? Is it your mother who will give birth for you? And you are following your mother at your age. And you know that this guy is not my taste. He's not my type. He's not the kind of guy I want. Now, wait for Valentine's Day. Here, things I'll be speaking from the pulpit. Yes. The first mistake women make is to marry a guy who has potential. Let me go on. Hmm. Marry potential. You see. <laughs> may you never marry potential. I'm telling you. I said, may you never marry potential. That's the only way you succeed. Wait for Valentine's Day. Yes. Hmm. And never more. 
The prophetic also shows you the location and the place of your breakthrough. Now, God has wired everybody's breakthrough at a particular place. May you get to that place of your breakthrough in the name of Jesus. There are certain things that will work in Ghana will not work in Ivory Coast. There are certain businesses that will do well in China but will not do well in, let's say, uh, uh, Lebanon. Because in China, people chew frog. Huh? Frog in China is more expensive than chicken. China. Even in just Liberia, frog grasshoppers are more expensive than chicken. Yes. What? The, the frog, they call it spring chicken. Spring chicken. When, when the frog dies, it becomes very long. They put a stick, they roast, roast it, roast, roast, roast. They like it than chicken. Yes. So, there are places in North Fiji, they eat snake. When you go there, they are eating python with fufu and palm nut soup. I mean, the oil that comes on the food alone is <laughs> able to satisfy you. Powerful. I, I know a man, he eats anything and everything. He's eating snakes. Mess. Everything. So it's very nice. And it, 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 it's, it's, I mean, when it enters through your gullet, your sofa goes, it, it's, it's fantastic. Very smooth. Yes. But when they bring snake here to sell for you to, my wife, I'm not sure you will buy a snake. Which food will you use snake for? Not at all. But when you go to some place, it's a very powerful food. Yes. So it's not everything that will sell everywhere. It's not every business that will break through everywhere. It is not every kind of ministry that will work everywhere. It is not every kind of career that will succeed at any place. So you must find out what is my place of success. Very important question. And the prophetic has the ability to bring you to that place. May you find that place in the name of Jesus. Luke chapter 5, verse number 4 to 6. You will see how when Peter, the fisherman, was done fishing and caught nothing, Jesus, the prophet, came on the scene and told him what to do. Launch out, die. Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought. So, Bible said, when he did this, they enclosed a great number of fishes and their nets did break. Jesus, by the prophetic, was able to show Peter where the fishes were. It takes the voice of God to know your place in life. It takes the counsel of God to know the place God has called you. So you must be fighting for the grace, the ability, and the insight to hear the voice of God. Now, if you re receive suddenly $1.5 billion, what business will you enter into? If you receive suddenly a certain grace for a certain kind of business to be built for you, where must it be located? You will sit here and say that, oh, I think that uh, uh, cantonments, 
I think that Laboni, I think that Airport Hills, Airport Residential, I think that uh, East Legon Hills, I think that CRC, by the time you finish, you will be choosing the wrong place. That's how Lot ended up choosing Sodom and Gomorrah. Because he used his physical eyes to choose. And after he had used his physical eyes to choose, Genesis 13, 14 and 15, God now came to Abraham and told Abraham, as far as your eyes can see, I will give it to you. What Lot chose was abomination. Later on, it was the same Abraham who had to go and fight and bring Lot out of the house. Remember Lot's wife. That is how they brought Lot out. He chose a place he thought it was powerful. He didn't know the place he chose was Satan's headquarters. So may you not just be moved by your eyes to make choices when it comes to places, when it comes to locations. Where should we live our life? Where should we do this? Where should the school be built? Where must the business be built? Where must our office be located? Master, you need the voice of God to lead you. Don't go to a place that an earthquake is about to bury the whole land. Don't go to a place that a war is about to tear the place apart. Don't go to a place that diseases are about to break the places down. Don't go to a place that flood, hurricane, volcanic eruption is about to destroy a place. The safest place to go is the will of God. When God speaks about the place you must go, he has made provision for you to be protected there. And that will be somebody's story in the name of Jesus. You will not walk amiss in the name of Jesus. Yes. When you begin to celebrate finances and you begin to see money and you begin to see a certain kind of lifestyle, that's when you understand the power of this preaching. Because you will see that you have the money but you don't know where to build. You have the money but you don't know where to live. You have the money but you don't know where to go. Every room I entered into in KNUST, I prayed to the Lord. He showed me the room, the room number before I entered there. Every room. I remember the only room I didn't see room number because there was no room number. Was my room with Edmund. But the Lord showed me as we entered into the room, two guys who were doing arts, a guy doing business. Then I saw how under the door, the entrance of the door, there was space there. So it's like we closed it crap, but still there was space there. When I entered the place, I saw the door. There was space under. I said, fine. When it took more than two weeks and everybody was in, I asked this guy, what is he doing? He said, art. I asked this one, what is he doing? He said, art. What's the other one doing? Business administration. I said, this is the place. You, master, you can enter into a room that you are a prophet, you end up being a, a weed smoker. You have gone to meet rascals and they have introduced you to foolish things. There are young people, when they become your friends, they will destroy your focus. Yesterday, I saw one of my sons who has put Pono on his, on his status. Raw Pono. Pono raw. It's not edited Pono. It's not raw Pono. I said, hey, I call my wife. I said, come and see. Come and see what the Lord has done. Come and see what the Lord has done. The girls, Trumu, hey, was it on his status? On his status, yes. He comes to church. Yes. <laughs> this is the award. <laughs> you are so you don't know what to say. These children, they are what? Yes. I saw another video. Uh, Love and Jennifer 
they were singing uh, Ohima, they were singing a worldly song. Uh, and Ohima said, Ohima said, Papa will hear you. Then they stopped. I saw the video on Facebook. Yes. Ohima told love, Papa will hear you. Stop. And they all stopped. But love was still going and she was still singing it. You can hear her voice. These children, they are wild though. Forgive. Now, if you see somebody like that, a Peru girl, you decide to marry a Peru, you will say like, don't marry, don't marry, a, don't marry a girl who sings worldly songs. Yes. You will be so surprised at your honeymoon how she will tell you to put in a, a worldly song and show pornographic movie before you have sex. And you will see that just at, at your honeymoon, you are inviting evil spirits and demons. Yes. To, to begin your marriage. Yes. You think it's an easy thing. You think it's easy for people to act pornographic movie. Do you know how many people are in the room as they are acting? Have you acted a movie before? Have you done an art before? You will see that there's somebody who has light, somebody in charge of light, somebody in charge of sound, somebody in charge of camera, somebody directing, somebody assistant director, somebody also doing the props, somebody looking at the costume. You are going to count more than, not more than 12 people standing there as they are acting the porno. So the porno that you see two people doing, there are 14 people there who are watching how everything will go to see whether they like it and whether they don't like it. Before it even comes out for world people to see it on the internet, there are 14 original stakeholders who watch that. You think it's easy? You think it's easy to have sex with somebody when people are standing there, sitting there, they tell you one, two, three, ask him. You think it's easy? You need a certain kind of demonic anointing to remove your drawers open your legs, show your clitoris with 14 people standing there. You need a certain kind of satanic baptism to do that. Can you do that? In the, in the face of even one person? 14. God will save us from wicked people in the name of Jesus. So don't follow everybody and don't live your life everywhere. There are people that God will bring your way and there are places that you must run away from. I see God leading you to the right place in the name of Jesus. I see God leading you to the right place in the name of Jesus. Matthew chapter 17 verse 27. The Bible talks about how Jesus said, notwithstanding you go down to the sea. When you get to the sea, take a hook. And when you take a hook, throw it into the sea. When you throw it into the sea, the hook will catch a fish. You will catch a number of fish. The first one the hook will catch, open its mouth. And you will find in the mouth a coin. Use that coin to pay for me and for you. That means by the prophetic, Jesus showed Peter once again where his money was located. It takes the power of the prophetic. It takes the power of hearing the voice of God. It takes the power of following hard after God to see certain things happen in your life. This man, you will prosper in the name of Jesus. Now, 
Very soon I'll be teaching about the difference between hearing from God and listening to God. They are not the same. We have to graduate from hearing from God to listening to God. That is why I said, these three years I'm using it for foundations. From here I'll begin to teach certain things. Yeah. So that it's no longer about you heard the voice of God. But now you are listening to what he was communicating. That's different. Thank you, Lord. Three. Recognizing the boundaries of your assignment. It takes the voice of God to recognize the boundaries of your assignment. There are places that God does not want you to go. There are meetings he does not want you to go. There are people he does not want you to meet. There are situations God does not want you to face there. Because when you find yourself out of the boundaries that God has made for you, it can destroy your life. But your life will never be destroyed in the name of Jesus. So to, to preserve your life, you stay within your prophetic boundaries. To preserve your business, you stay within your prophetic boundaries. To preserve your career, to preserve your profession, you stay within your prophetic boundaries. And there are boundaries. In this life, there are boundaries. There are boundaries. So you must ask yourself, what boundaries has God given me? For example, the Lord spoke to Bishop Oedipo. He said, don't go to Japan. For example, the Lord spoke to my father in the ministry, Prophet Bernard El Bernard, and spoke to him and said, don't travel outside Africa for 16 years. There are so many boundaries that has to do with assignments, that has to do with purpose, that has to do with career. Jesus had a set of disciples who were in a hurry to go and preach the word. In Luke chapter number 24, verse number 48 and 49, Jesus had had a conversation with them and they were aware that they were going to receive power. But Jesus said, you have to wait. Anytime you tell somebody to wait, it means that person was ready to go ahead of time. Jesus said, wait. You have to carry power. That means that there is a boundary on your assignment. You can't go just like that. You can't do anything you like. Don't just hear that somebody is going to a business and you say, I'm following it. Bishop Oedipo said one of his friends heard that he has built a hospital. And, and the, he heard that Bishop Oedipo has built a hospital. And he also said he will build one. He was the first person to be admitted there. The guy who started the hospital, he was admitted there. That's why he died. In the hospital he built. Master, God tell you or you say you, you go do one. Ah, do them. Do them. You can't make a name for yourself. Only God can preserve you. It's not about ambition. It's about God's will. So, you must always be looking out for the boundaries of the calling. The boundaries. Recently, I had a guy come to me. He said, he said, he said he has chosen, he has chosen, he has chosen St. Augustine's College and, uh, 
you know, I think on Sunday, was it on Sunday or Friday all night? He said, he said he's going to school. He has chosen St. Augustine's College, but he wants to go to Prempe. Prempe. Uh, he wants to go to Presec. <laughs> then I said, uh, what does he mean? He said, I chose St. Augustine's, but I want to go to Presec. I said, gentlemen, listen to me. Presec is here. Augustine's is here. You can't go here and be here. Neither can you go here and be here. Who helped you choose? Is it my sisters and my brothers? I said they are stupid people. Where do you want to go? Augustine's or Presec? Then he doesn't know. And he has chosen Augustine's, believing that when he enters Augustine's, it will turn into Presec. Is there anything like that under the sun? You cannot pass Cape Coast and end at Legon. You cannot. Neither can you go to Lego and end at Cape Coast. So, where do you want? You, there are boundaries. If you go to Legon, you will not be in Cape Coast. Yes, if you go to Cape Coast, you will not be in Legon. There are people who they want, they want the whole world. You want the whole world? Those of us in the world, where should we stay? Those of us in the world with you, where should we stay? Now that you want the whole world, you want to own us too. Or where should we stay? We should stay outside the world. Where? There are people, they ask for everything. Now, if God gives you everything, where will you put them? If he gives you everything you want in the world, he gives you the whole world and everything, where will you put the world? How will you put the world in your house? So there are people who don't have the understanding of what boundaries mean. They want this. They want that. They want this. They want that. That's how people act in relationship. They see this girl, they want. They see that girl, they want. They see that girl, they want. At a point, they don't know what they want again. When they don't know what they want again, they want all of them. How? And the ladies too are like that. They want this guy. They want that guy. They want that guy. They want that guy. You, you, you can only draw those things you want and put them on paper and label it fast. And marry that paper. You can't have it in real life. No, you can't have Bernard's face with knees neck, with Godwin's shoulders, with Alfred's uh, flat tummy, with uh, Raymond's uh, nice shoe and my prophetic anointing. If you have Raymond, take Raymond. You can't have Raymond and, and, and me and Bernard. It's, there's nothing like that. Just respect boundaries. So when you are going to choose, that's when you have to open your eyes to see the choice you choice. If you don't open your eyes to see the choice you choice and you choice, you have already chosen. <laughs> then later you will eat the fruit of the choice you trust. Yes. You can't be everywhere. You cannot be everywhere. How can you one person you are proposed to three girls and they are all friends and, 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 and you are smiling, you are happy, you are moving around the area. You will die soon in the name of Jesus. How, how do you intend to marry all, all the three girls? And, and in your heart, you know that the three girls are not the girls you really want. It's a certain girl who is also in the area. But listen, one of the mistakes you should never do in your life is to go out with an area boy. It's the biggest, it's the biggest disgrace so far to go out with an area boy. To go out with a boy, you will see him in the morning wearing boxer shorts. 
a boy you will see him that his mother is sending to go and buy cocoa. A boy you will see him that his friends have held him, have, have just his trousers because he's owing them. A boy you will see that they have lied to you going to charge his phone somewhere. If you go out an area boy, you're a foolish person. Never go out with an area boy. Never. You stay, if you stay, are you here? If you stay at Kaswa, go out to somebody in Medina. Yes. He doesn't know what you eat in the morning. He doesn't know how you suffer. By the evening time you go and visit her, she thinks you are a queen of England. It's okay. It's okay. Yes. Don't be going out with a person in the same area. No. Don't do that. Yes. Area girl. Go far ball, go two ball, go fan or two three. Say, kita kraba waha, kita kap waha, kita bonsuya. Jina gota ho. Kai. Don't go out with an area girl. Don't go out with an area girl. Yes, no, no, no. It's not nice. Go when you when you go to her area, it's like far. Do you understand? When you go, she has prepared everything. She looks beautiful. It's okay. Never go out with somebody in your area. Yes. And the people in your area too, they are not beautiful. Why are you going out with them? Skip all of them. Go to the next two towns, next three towns. Go and find a girl there. That's the correct one. Acts chapter 16, verse 6 to 9. Ah, when you go out to an area boy and somebody comes to visit you, that's when he'll be asking you foolish questions. Who was the guy you were into? When you were talking, you were smiling. He was also smiling. I saw him taking something from your hair. Why is there something in your hair? If there's something in your hair, at least you should call me to come and pick it up. <laughs> you know, foolish people have foolish statements. So. <laughs> Don't go out to that area, girl. No, no, no. Like you'll be in line to buy gobe. You don't know she's behind you. And you have bought gobe three seed pair, two cities, and you turn and she's there. What do you say? They should add macaroni to them. Don't go out to that area, girl. She will know what you eat. Do you understand? Yes. One day I'll tell you a story. Acts chapter 16, verse 6 to 9. You see how the Holy Spirit prevented Paul, prevented the apostles from going where they wanted to go. Acts chapter 16, verse 6 to 9. Now when they had gone throughout Phrygia and the region of Galatia and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to pray the word in Asia, uh -huh, after they were come to Mycenae, they are said to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit suffered them not. So the Holy Spirit can prevent people. The Holy Spirit can suffer people not. The Holy Spirit can forbid people. When you are praying, are you here? When you are praying, learn how to pray this prayer. Lord, show me where I must not go. It's a powerful prayer. You will begin to see boundaries that God has placed on your calling. Show me where <coughs> I must not go. Acts chapter 27 verse 10. Bible said, Apostle Paul said, says, I perceive. Acts chapter 27 verse 10. Says, I perceive that this voyage will be with hurt and mad damage, not only to the laden and to a ship. Laden is our load, our, our baggages. Not only to the laden and ship, but also of our very lives. So they were traveling, Apostle Paul picked the spiritual signal, and he knew that this traveling that they were traveling was going to come with problems. And he spoke to them about it. What does that mean? There was a boundary that God had placed on their travel. 
There was a place that they were about to go that God didn't want them to go there. You can't go anywhere. You can't go anywhere. You can't do business everywhere. You can't build a career everywhere. You can't. There are people who died. There is a guy who was doing, I don't know the name of that game. You see them, some people, you see very high rising buildings and they are wires, stuff like that, and they walk on them. Like ropes, they walk on them. That's, it's a sports game, eh? I've forgotten the name of that particular game. There was a guy who was doing that. He's dead. Now, the wife said that, this, my husband, every night, when he's going to have a, day, a game the next morning, he sleeps well, you know, and he wakes up in the morning and then he rehearses. He, the wife said that for this particular game, event, the husband woke up more than seven times from 12 to 6 a.m. Between that hours. The husband woke up more than seven times. And any time the husband woke up, the husband said, there is something uncomfortable about the event. And he slept again. There is something uncomfortable about the event. Then he, slept that he fell and he died. That was the uncomfortable God was showing him. And that's how he died. There are, I, I've seen a video of a man who was going to enter a mart in Virginia. When he was going to enter the mart, he said, the Holy Spirit told him, turn back. So he was going this way and he turned back from this place. As he came to where he started walking, the place blasted on video. CCTV camera, boom. Boom. Now, turn back means I'm saving your life. There are times you are in a car. This car is moving. Everything is fine. But you feel that, ah, it's either this car is going, you feel something dangerous is about to happen. Bruh, if it's five CD journey, 30 Ghana journey, 40 Ghana journey, 100 Ghana, get down and go home. You can't compare 100 Ghana to rest in peace. And by the way, when you die, we will also eat the burnt jollof at your funeral. There is no way I will waste the jollof at your funeral. I will not waste it. I am not dying now. I am not dying now, okay? I will, I will eat you. You will be so sorry that you died. Yes. When you feel that this journey, you are uncomfortable about it, drop it. That's all. Yes. It is God telling you that there is a boundary. Yes. Drop it. Drop it. There is a girl you are trying to propose to. But anytime you are trying to propose to, something holds you back. Hold yourself home. Mommy, what are you are trying to talk to? God, now he's, changed, he's holding your mouth. Hey, meba, 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 meba. There are ladies you propose to today. They will let you sleep with them today. How can you propose to somebody today who lets you sleep with her today? You think it's a human being. You think it's a human being. I watched a video yesterday and this guy said that, listen, they say one of these ungodly small, small boys, whether it's Eugene or Kid, one of those small boys, they did one event and there was a lady looking very powerful at the event and one of the guys who was one of the organizers saw the lady and said, ah, this lady is powerful. I like her backside. I like her bum bum. I like how it looks. So I want to chase her and then he left the uh, whatever foolish program they were doing. Uh, uh, he moved from foolishness to more foolishness. He moved from just dancing to worldly song and making noise. Say yeah, yeah. That's, that's foolishness. That's demons making people recite stupid things. 
But that's not as wicked as following somebody you don't know. Follow the lady. Follow the, the, the ass. Went to see the nyash. Wanted to enter. This lady said, uh, this lady told the guy, are we going to your end or my end? The lady you don't know. Sorry, they asking of your end. Or her end. Then the guy said, oh, if your end is closer, why not? I speak the truth before God, I lie not. And they went to the lady's end. And ah, firement. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Fire left, right, center. Hey, grrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
Yes, you won't survive. He won't be a guy who won't live more than one month from now. He will die. Yes. Yes. That will not be your story in the name of Jesus. Genesis chapter 26, verse 2. Genesis chapter 26, verse 2. <laughs> Look at your neighbor. Ask your neighbor. Say, neighbor, who are you chasing? <laughs> uh, you are chasing a ghost you don't know. You are buying suya for a ghost you don't know. You are buying drink for a ghost you don't know. This Valentine's Day, people are going to sleep with ghosts and they are not aware. Yes. This Valentine's Day, when you go to the, the, the sea, or the beaches, you will see women you have not seen before. Valentine's Day. Fine women with extraordinary body. And you say, ah, because why they bore me for where they bore me? Yes, you'll be cursing where you came from because you've seen perfect body, height, looks. Then when you go and talk to her, it's obvious because of problem. Huh? When we were young, one of our friends, very bad boy, he taught us a lesson. He said, when a lady comes to your house wearing skirt, run away. Yes. Then, <laughs> he said, when, he's wearing, when she's wearing trousers, you can stay in the house. He told us the meaning. But I can't tell you. You see, skirt. Skirt is free access. She can roll the skirt. And then, you want to bump back. You finish bump back. Then when you finish, she will just roll it. But if it's trousers, she has to open and pull. You see, there's trousers too. It is crayon trousers. It shimfy them and this thing. Yes. So when he wears trousers, it means he doesn't have any this bad mind. But if he wears skirt and it's pata pata, it's fluffy. It's in skirt and from a womb. <laughs> That means you can you can use a stick to go the north and the south. Charlie, this 14 February, people will sleep with ghosts, evil spirits, witches. I told you about when I came to Dazon and my spiritual father met at this university. He was prophesying. He called somebody at the back. He said, Hey, stand up. Then the guy stood up. He said, the Lord is speaking to me. You used to have a friend called, let's say, uh, any uh, um, northernest lady's name. Zinabu. Thank you. <laughs> Zinabu, yes. You used to have a friend called Zinabu. Do you remember? Then the guy said, no. Share. My father said, share. I will show you today. Show him. Zinabu was staying in your area. She has a, a younger sister called, let's say, Mariama. I said, yes, yes, yes. That's Zinabu. She was selling cocoa. The guy said, yes, yes, yes. Then you went to have an affair with, with him. The guy said, yes, yes, yes. Then, listen, then my father said, that Zinabu is not a human being. She is from the sea. She came hey, and took you. The whole family is not a real family, oh. So your destiny, your glory is hidden in the sea. And you, so I was looking at my father when he was prophesying. 
and I turned to look at the boy whose destiny was in his his business. I said, it's not in the sea, it's in the ocean. The destiny is not in the sea. It has crossed the sea, it has entered the ocean. When you see the guy's life, you understand why. Master, people have slept with things, so this 14th February, don't allow anything to enter between your legs rough, rough. You will not know what you have tasted, and it will not be the glory of God. <laughs> and the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down into Egypt. Dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. So God gave Isaac a specific instruction of where not to go. Don't go down into Egypt. I will tell you where to go. That means there are places God will show you and there are places he will tell you not to go. You can't go everywhere. Your prophetic blessing is connected to a place. Genesis chapter 12 verse 1. Now the Lord has said to Abraham, Leave your father and your mother to a land I will show you. Verse 2 and 3 says how God said he will bless him in that land. You will not miss your place in the name of Jesus. Is that number four? Three. Four, that's four, eh? Three. Then let's do four, so that we can be on time. Four, lastly, meeting, the prophetic bling brings you to a place of meeting the right people. <coughs> Establishing a viable connection. The prophetic brings you to a place of meeting <coughs> the right people and establishing a viable connection. Now, to prosper in life, you need to meet the right people. Say right people. Say right place. Say right time. Say right motive. Now, you need these four to work together in order to succeed. The right place, the right people, the right time, and the right motive. So, if you are the right place at the right time, but you are meeting the wrong people, it will not work. They will take from your hand what belongs to you. Now, if you are at the right place with the right people, but at the wrong time, you will waste what you have because it will not work. So you need the right motive, which is the vision. Then you need to be at the right place at the right time and to meet the right people. So now we are looking at the place of the right people, the right people. This man, may you meet the right people in the name of Jesus. Yeah. You know, you can imagine when you go to SHS first year and you don't meet the right people, it colors your life forever. Most SHS students destroyed their life because of who they met from first year, who became their school mother, and who became their school father. My original school father, I've told you before, was a homosexual. He was gay. Very handsome boy. He was called physical. Very, very handsome. He was a basketball player and uh, they were rich. So when they are going to bath, ah, he looks some way. Even though we all bath together, those people, when they were bathing, they were always separated and nobody entered the bathhouse with them. Physical, with uh, Mofat, and um, oh, them boy about that, you often then forgotten. Fatou, then 
there were five or six. When they are bathing, they are always, they are always different. And when they are sleeping too, they sleep on the same mattress and they cover themselves in a certain way. Hey! I didn't know that my school father was the woman in the marriage. They <laughs> she is but us are is but us for. Yeah. Physical. Nice guy. Then I will be there. As his first year student, I'll be there. Then my school father will come and he will give me fried rice. As we don't sell fried rice in the school. How did he get it? Behind our schoolhouse was a place we call Valley. The Valley. And in the Valley, shadows of death. So you pass through that Valley behind Angel House. Then you can move through there by the time you realize you are in Cape Coast Town. Fantastic. The people pass. A people pass the Valley. It wasn't easy. I never, I, I, I was so afraid. So afraid. Yeah. And I saw how senior physical will send fried rice and it will come through the valley. In fact, when I was in Teddy, I was also sending fried rice. I should tell the truth. I said fried rice. I never went by sent. Yeah. And I saw how all those guys became. I saw my school father. Later on, I saw that when he saw I was going to church, I was church, church, church person. You are not serious. When you are going to church, Sunday, instead of you to rest and to, it's a Sunday to rest. We don't rest on Sunday. We are church people. Then when I heard that he was gay, then I started drawing back. Because all things being equal. The guy was clever. He has six A's, two B's. Yes. The guy was clever. When we, I struggled with four A's, four B's. The guy had six A's, two B's. Very intelligent. By his bottles, not intelligent. Yeah. And the guy could have led me into it. Some of you, you became lesbians because of your school mother. When you were bathing her, then she would say, then she would say, oh, sister Abigail, oh, sister Abigail. Then by the time you realize, they have turned you into a super agent. Yes. That's how some, some people learn how to smoke. When they give you the small roll, huh? they say try. Peace. Eh? It's called peace. Okay, thank you. <coughs> you want to be perfect at this. And you say that Jara Stafara is the same as Jesus Christ then the incense that is burning in heaven is we in Kwan. <laughs> oh, what do you think? The, that Rasta fire, the, the, the bombo clack, that thing. If it's the same as Jesus Christ, then the incense they are burning in God's temple. By a marijuana. And many people have destroyed their life because they met the wrong people. May God take the wrong people out of your life in the name of Jesus. Yes. If it's fornication, somebody taught you how to fornicate. Is it not true? Yes. You didn't learn how to fornicate on your own. Somebody showed you. Some, 
Somebody, you are going to fornicate, oh, and the person is giving you how to control your temper. May God remove every devil from our life. Yes. You are taught. All of you, that's how you are taught. You see, you are taught. You are taught gradual. Every bad thing they teach smoking, drinking, fighting, stealing, they teach. Yes. So when you meet the wrong people, you learn the wrong things. Yes. Now, in business, you are a serious businessman. Somebody shows you that, ah, master, who business now? And they say, no, 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 Now, a guy, <laughs> a guy, a, 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 a video, I, I watched a video on Facebook. This is my last one, then I close. This guy was, he, he said that his business was not growing faster. So now, when you come and buy an item, he will never get change for you irrespective of the money you come with. So when you come with 100 Ghana CD and you are buying let's say an insecticide spray which is let's say 15 cities he will say no change. So when he says no change he will tell you either buy something in addition or you have to wait. Then he will call his cousin. Ah, Kwame call her and say something but a plan. No way you are that. Kwame na kwada be three hours. Why would you know how Becca said, Master, Francis and wife. So they were doing it. And it was working. Now as you are here, as you heard, you say, wow, wow. Listen to the end of the story before you do it at your end. It will collapse your business. This guy did the first one, second one, third one. Then a lady came to buy Indomie, a box, a pack or a box of Indomie. When she came, it was already torn. And the guy said, Madam, we don't have change. The, the, the woman gave the guy like, 50 cities. Madam, we don't have change. So, you have to buy something in addition. The, the, guy, the lady said, I'm traveling. I don't need to buy anything in addition. My flight, I'm catching up with the flight. So, please be fast. Uh, then you have to wait. Till, then they sent. Kwame, they know the format. The lady waited after one hour and the lady said, Sir, and the guy said, oh, Okay, God bless you. And they left. Then Kwame came. Kwame, it worked once again. He said, yes. They have closed for the day. <clears throat> and the man said, Kwame, now the monies that we have had together, bring it so that we can know the profit we have made. Then Kwame said, I put all the money in the Indomie box. The one that was torn. Now, you, you think you are what? You have gathered all that money for a certain lady who is also traveling outside the country with your box of Indomie. <coughs> people do business thinking that when they do shortcuts, you see people are mashing kinky and now they are using their feet to match the kinky. Mashing kinky. You see people are selling orange and they put it in color. They dip the orange in color. Then when they lift it up, it looks like very fantastic orange. You see people selling pork. They use color. You see people, everybody now is using color. 
people selling exercise book also want to use Kana. <laughs> All because somebody fucking taught them how to do it. Now, by the time you realize, it would have destroyed the business. Because when you are caught, you don't pay for just what you have done. You pay for all the things you could have done. That's how the courts, they jail people. So we give you 15,000 counts for your judgment. Bah! By the time they convert 15,000 counts, it's like $62,000. Then they give you 17 years in jail without women hard labor 100% and you are not coming out to visit anybody. Then you go. All because you met the wrong person who taught you. There was a guy who was coming to church. And he had a friend who taught him how to traffic children. They were child traffickers. They buy human beings from Nigeria. And sell them in Ghana. And he was a church member. There were two guys. Now one of the guys I really liked because... He was called Emmanuel because I saw that this guy's heart could be chained easily for the things of God. But the other guy, Muftao, whatever his name was, it wasn't easy. <laughs> Do you know what happened? They, they left where they were staying, left their boss, left everything, ran away. They have now entered into the pool of trafficking proper. Yes. Oh, listen, to destroy your life is simple. Just meet one wrong person. That's why when you see people who come to church, they come to church, they worship God, they serve God, and at the point they are not coming again, you see that when they come back, there's something that changes with them. What changes with them is a connection is the wrong, with the wrong person. I can't tell you messages I have and what people come to tell me when they stay fine. Papa, I want to be born again again. On Sunday, one of my sons came, Papa, I want to give my life to Christ. I said, ah, you're already a Christian. I said, Papa, the things I'm into now, I think I want to be born again. Sunday, the other person came, Papa, now I want to give, I want to be born again, again. I said, you already said again. How can you say again, again? Because they have contacted the wrong people and everything is wasted. That's how in your career, you can contact one wrong person and you waste everything. May God preserve you in the name of Jesus. First Samuel chapter number 10. Let's look at this verse and let's close. First Samuel chapter number 10. Say in the name of Jesus. Say, oh God, take the wrong people out of my life. First Samuel chapter 10, verse 3 to 5. So God shows you by the prophetic the right people who must stay in your life. He will give you visions. He will show you dreams. He will put things on your heart. He will speak to you. He will guide you concerning decisions, concerning choices. You will not make a wrong choice. You will not pick the bad thing. In the name of Jesus. Then shalt thou go on forward from thence, and thou shalt come to the plain of Tabor, and there shall meet thee three men going up to God. Are you here? Three men. To Bethel. One. Carrying three kids and another carrying three loaves of bread and another carrying a bottle of wine. Let's three men. And they will salute thee and give thee two loaves of bread, which thou shalt receive 
of their hands. You will see three men. They will give you something. Receive it. After that, thou shalt come to the hill of God. Where is the garrison of the Philistines? And it shall come to pass. When thou art come thither to the city, that thou shalt meet a company of prophets coming down from the high place with a sanctuary, a tablet, a pipe, a heart before them, and they shall prophesy. Now you see, there are two kinds of people that Saul met. He met men who were going to God. Did you see that? At Bethel. And he was also going to meet men who were the company of the prophets. There are two kinds of people God will bring your way. Men who are spiritual helpers and men who are financial helpers. Yes. So God sent financial helpers who gave him the loaves, gave him the kid, and gave the wine. Then God also sent spiritual helpers who helped build Saul up in the things of the spirit. Remember, by verse 6, the Spirit of the Lord had come upon him and he also began to prophesy and he was turned to another man. So, any contact you have with the right people increase your life. It improves your life. It makes you better. It makes you stronger. It makes you bolder. It makes you wiser. It makes you richer. But contact with the wrong people will reduce your life. This man, I see you contacting the right people in the name of Jesus. God is releasing spiritual helpers your way in the name of Jesus. He's releasing financial helpers your way in the name of Jesus. Can I hear somebody say a better amen? Hallelujah. So I'm done preaching the word of God. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. Say, oh God, send the right people into my life, into my career, into my business. In the name of Jesus, clap your hands. Let's pray. Lord, send the right people. Just breathe upon me. The king and we you high. Oh Lord, we you are the send you help us may God send you help us may God send you help us help us help us help us may God send you help us may God send you help us the right people you are 
have received all you need to know today in order to assess your next level with ease. Agree to the word, accept it, adjust to it and apply it. Your results are coming. You can contact the man of God on plus 233-577-296-916 or on SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, podcast and YouTube via the handle Prophet Ohinibe Queen. You can also meet him live at the Mountain of Results Auditorium Dansuman Market Complex, Accra, Ghana. Stay blessed.